0: Hey everybody, it's Luke, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about consistency. I'm going to use a personal experience that I'm recently going through, um, but why? I want to. I really want to just show you why it's so important to be consistent, not just in from like a a month to month to a year to year type of situation, but also uh you know just like week to week, right? And so like I want to show you how just even minor setbacks but regular setbacks can can play a big role in how well you develop or how well you don't develop. So so I want to just go in that real quick. Um, so you know consistency is is king when it comes to development. When you talk or queen, whatever you wanna whatever you want to say. Um, but when you talk to any high level athlete and what's one of the first things they say is like, I was, I've had consistent training. Right. And so that's when those breakthroughs really, really happen. Right. And so um, <clears throat> I want to present it to you this way. So what do you think is more important? A, doing two really good workouts over a 30 day period, but you have to miss five days of running anything of any significance after each one of those really good workouts or B, string 30 days together of moderate training without interruption. And so hopefully you said B, but do you know why you said B? And so that's what I really want to, that's what I really want to get into now. All right. So obviously you're listening to this, but I have a chart in front of me or a graph, graph in front of me um, and it's a typical response to an SOS type of workout, really any workout. But um, in our case, we're talking about SOS workouts. So, basically, you complete the workout, you experience immediate fatigue that that's a noticeable amount, right? So, so you start at a baseline, you do the workout, fatigue sets in, which is a negative experience, uh, and that comes down for you know about two, one, anywhere from one to two hours, and then the recovery process starts, and that's anywhere from 24 to 48 hours you see an incline of fitness and then after 36 to 72 hours you see fitness increase above that baseline which is called super compensation and then after that so anything after three to seven days post that original workout uh, if you don't do anything else you see fitness actually declined and over the course of seven days, you, you kind of return back to that baseline level. Um, so that's the kicker, right? So ideally you do another workout in that super compensation phase. So somewhere along the line up above that fitness baseline level, right? So as, as things are inc- inc- increasing again, as far as fitness goes, you do another workout after you've, it, after you've passed through the recovery period, a little bit into that super compensation, but you do it before you've kind of reached that peak fitness of that 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 one workout has done for you, right? And you start coming back down. You want to just be below, somewhere between where you cross that baseline level and where you peak at that level. So somewhere on the somewhere on the incline, right? Um, but basically, that's what training is, right? You you repeat that cycle over and over and over again and eventually what'll happen is that new fitness baseline level keeps creeping up and up and up. So over the course of every week that fitness level is a little higher than than the week before, right? So it's it's probably a little bit of an oversimplification, but you get the point, right? Every every workout you do slowly adds on to what you've done before that and then it catapults you into the next workout, right? So that is what ideally we, we do, right? Um, and your fitness is represented, and this is, I have a second chart, so I will uh, make sure these are visible. You'll see these on the blog post, but uh, um, obviously if you're just listening to this, you don't see that. But you yeah, have a second chart below my first chart, and it's essentially, you start out with a main base, baseline fitness, and over time, each training session adds to each one. So you get you know, several weeks down the road, and your fitness level is Gradually increasing. So you, but it's peaks and valleys along the way. Every time you do a workout, you have an initial decline in fitness, but it gets, your, your, your highs are higher, your lows are lower. Or your, your, that's probably not really true. Your highs are higher, your lows are higher as well. So you don't, eventually you get to the point where your fatigue is still above your original baseline fitness. So hopefully that makes sense, but it's hard to, you get the point, right? Each workout adds to the next over the course of weeks fitness levels higher. Um, and secondly, what will happen? So that's where you ideally would be the, the B there's three charts here. So B of the second, there's three charts in the second chart. So the B would be if you overdo it and you do workouts too close together, or they're too hard, what happens is the opposite, right? Your, your lows are lower your highs are low, lower, and your lows are lower as well, right? So you, you each workout, you basically make the fatigue worse and worse and worse, and over the same course of time, you get to a point where you just reach a breaking point, right? You get hurt, you get sick, both, whatever the case is, and your fitness levels below what it was originally because it's over. You haven't allowed enough time to um, recover from that. That's probably that's not really what we want to talk about, but it's on there, and uh, uh, I want to show you that. So. Um, But what I'm really interested in is what happens when we work out too infrequently, um, whether we choose to or we have to miss days or whatever the case is. And that's what the, the C chart on here represents. And what you'll see is initially like the first chart, you'll see that initial decrease with fatigue and then the gradual increase. But the second workout we do is so far removed. It's so in our, in our, and our first chart that would be in that return phase of fitness level back to that original baseline. If we wait so long in that like three, four, five, six, seven days, or even you know, maybe up to 10 days, we've actually by the time we do that second workout, we're basically starting over from scratch, right? And that's really kind of where I found myself um recently. So, you know, the thing to point out to the is that if this happens once in a while, it's not a big deal, right? Um, if like you go on vacation, you miss a week of workouts, but that's the only thing you miss. You didn't really advance your fitness, but you didn't lose fitness either. You're basically starting off where you left off the following week, right? But the problem is when that happens, like every few weeks, or every month, or every week, you know, you have these great intentions, and then something happens, and it doesn't doesn't work out. So that's where I want to. That's where I want to put the rest of this this focus on here. So, um so if you're looking at this, you can see that if you don't work out often enough, building that fitness can be a long and tedious road. That it might gradually increase, but it's going to take you forever to get where you would have been if you would have followed the chart of A, right? Where you're you're building each workout is building on top of each other, fitness levels increasing just a little bit every time. Or your case if you spread that out so much, you're basically starting over every workout. And it's just going to take so much longer to actually build that level of fitness. Um, here's where my personal experience comes in. So I have been working out with he's now a coach, uh, Alex Wilson, we ran together at Hanson's for a little bit. Um, we're actually from the same side of the state. We worked for the same running store in high school, um, you know, and now we live in the same area now. Um, but this winter, we decided that uh, spring 2022 was going to be our spring of speed. We both wanted to increase our 5K times, um, our 10K times, get ready to run some decent halves and then decide what we want to do for a marathon in late 2022 going into 2023. Um, so we started laying out the groundwork, we looked at some races and we started working out. We started both started out pretty low level, um, but we were making progress. And then the wheels started to fall off from me. Like I had a minor setback after, after really after minor setback, I really had three minor setbacks. They weren't big, but it caused me to miss a couple of days of running, and then a few more easy days of running before I could do another workout. And so I was definitely in that seven-day range before I was doing these workouts. Um, so it could be anywhere from, you know, like I said in here, five to ten days before I do another workout. This happened three times over a two-month period. So, sucks, right? So uh, I was starting to come back around and ended up taking a step back, and it just wasn't very good, right? So I would be taking two weeks to get where I was three weeks, four weeks before. So I was definitely on this chart C path, right? Um, I was just fighting to get back to baseline all the time. It was hard because I could see where Alex was going with his fitness. Like he was able to add on workouts on top of workouts. He was able to do harder workouts. He was able to do more volume. He was able to do faster intensities. And I was really declining. I was literally watching him walk away from me um, in in this fitness level. So he's already erased. Well, I've had to reconfigure my schedule. It's been, you know, honestly, it's been just a real eye opener because we convince ourselves that it's not that bad, but I'm seeing it real time and I'm seeing where Al and I started and where we're at now. And I'm like, ah, oh, we're doing basically the same training, but now we're not. Cause I'm seeing where he is right now and it's where I want to be. And I'm not, I'm definitely a good month or so behind him now in, in the, in the fitness department. Um, so the moral of the story is this. So there are always going to be things that are out of your control. Things like developing injuries has steps to minimize, right? So we, we want to avoid injury, but there's ultimately things that we will, will cause us to miss time. But importantly, though, is that there's days where we just don't want to train. We convince ourselves it's okay. But that's when things we can't control show up and they compound the issue. So do everything you can to get out there. Get something in on the days that you just don't feel like it. And I'm not saying that you should push through an injury. Um, I'm really saying if you have a list of 10 excuses and any one of them is going to be good enough for you to not get out there and run, put that aside, get out there and get something in, even if you're just going through the motions, it keeps the fitness train inching forward. It keeps raising that baseline fitness level so that when the uncontrollables do show up and you do have to miss a few days, you have a situation where you go seven days before you can do between workouts you minimize the damage, right? So that's where I really want you to be. And that was kind of my situation where like the middle thing I had, it wasn't anything health related. It was like, we took our daughter up to a, a little water park thing. Um, she had a little midwinter break and it was like, I was going to run and I could have gotten on the treadmill, but I, I I didn't. And I was like, I'll just run. But then there was like a sheet of ice out there. So I just, I made excuses, right? And so that middle one really kind of set me back. And then after that, I did get sick. And so I was really set back, right? So if I would have like minimized my controllable damage, I would have been in a much better situation because some things still happen where I was out, I was out of commission for a little bit, but I definitely made it harder on myself. And now I'm playing the catch up game and I've had to readjust and now it's costing me money. It's costing me time and it's, you know, we're all in that same boat, right? So minimize those things that cause us the delays in training, stay consistent. And then when the things that do cause us to miss some time that are out of our control, we minimize what the damage actually is on that. So that's all I want to talk about today. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you later. See ya.